Welcome back to Sunday Central. We're going to have a look at the meeting at Mornington today. They're racing on a good four. The rail is out six metres for the entire circuit today. Uh, usually, John McArdle would be playing at home wearing the black shorts, but he's actually wearing the white shorts. He's away from home, but no doubt enjoying a good time and buying his next champion. How are you, John? Yeah, pretty good, Dan. Uh, just up here looking at a few horses as we speak. <laughs> I bet you are. And it sounds like you've got some very interested uh, owners that are about to join you on that half a million dollar purchase you're going to make on their behalf. That's where the, Chard that's where the Chardonnays and the heavy stuff come in. Um, exactly right. The <laughs> and no doubt, I always find the trainers when they're up in the, the yearling sales, particularly the Gold Coast, they somehow always seem to get a winner that week, no matter where it is. So uh, uh, we're all ears today to, to, uh, to hear what you think about your three chances at Mornington. Um, with all the storms and that that went through the other day, it's amazing to think we're playing on a good four there. So does that suit single tail who gets up and trip in the first? Uh, yeah, look, uh, I don't think the track condition uh, bothers her either way. Uh, she uh, she seems to handle all ground. She hasn't had a lot of luck uh, in any of her runs uh, this time in. So, uh, yeah, I think the 2000 will suit. And uh, from a little bit of a tricky gate this long as she can get the right run in the race, then uh, she should be fine. Okay, she's gradually stepped her up. Was that the plan all the way along to get it? Look, was she looking like a, a mile and a quarter horse? Yeah, she's uh, she's a half sister to Aegon, uh, and so we're always going to get her out over a bit of a trip. And uh, yeah, she gets that today, so I think she should run quite well. Race number three, you've got a first starter called Mia Fancy. You probably thought you would win this race when the acceptance has come out, but you chose to run Taspinaro wisely on Friday and it got the cash. Yeah, uh, I didn't want the work to uh, run them against each other and uh, he's probably better suited at 1,100 than 1,200. So uh, we went, uh, went there with uh, him and then uh, we... Uh, we're running near Fancy. She's uh, still a bit new, but she's a nice hill. She actually worked with Tassinaro on... Uh, uh, 5.43. Worked with uh, Tassinaro on Tuesday and uh, worked every bit as good as him. Uh, she might be a bit green. I think she'll run well, but uh, she might be just a bit new first up. I don't know if that's lot 5.43 or whether it's the good thing running at 5.43 this afternoon. If it is the latter, let us know, will you, John? Um, <laughs> a... Uh, a horse that you must love in the stable is, is Vlada Vostok. Uh, it feels like he's been there for a long time. He's an eight-year-old. He's lining up for his 57th start this afternoon, and he's got a really good chance. Yeah, look, uh, again, he hasn't had a lot of luck his last couple of runs. And, uh, look, he's a good, tough, honest old horse. He's, uh, uh, he's my wife's favourite, so uh, he'll never be going anywhere. When he's retired, he'll be staying with us, I would suggest. Uh, he... he you, you know what you're going to get with him every start. He jumps, he goes to the front, he rolls along, he gives you an honest uh, showing, and uh, if one can run over him, they do. But, uh, yeah, look, he uh, he likes Mornington, uh, 1,500 suits, dry ground suits. So uh, if he can get across from uh, the uh, slightly uh, awkward door, then uh, he should be competitive for a long way. I can see where the 5.43 is now. Start time for race number six, Queensland time. So Vladivostok <laughs> might be the way to go. Hey, what's, the, what's the best of your three, John? Uh, I think single tails. Uh, I think they'll all run well, but I think single tails are the best of the three. 
Okay, at each way odds in the first. Uh, good luck with the three runners today. Uh, enjoy the Gold Coast, and good luck with uh, picking up a, a new superstar. Thanks, Dan. John McArdle there uh, with his three runners at uh, at Mornington uh, today, Harry. Um, the first race on the program, uh, he seemed to have a good enough push with that mare filly getting out to the uh, 2,000 metres. Um, good four today at Mornington. Rails out, though. Um, rails out six metres. So do you factor that in when you're doing your form for Mornington, which is often considered a tight enough track anyway? Yeah, it's always uh, important for Mornington, especially because sometimes we know, uh, as we've seen many times in the past, that the track uh, can favour on-pace runners, particularly on the rails out there. So uh, we have to take that into consideration today. I don't think you want to be a mile back in the run. Race number one is at 1.40, 2,000-metre maiden. The scratchings are numbers one and two. Number four, Tim Lee, is at 3.70. Four, Badis at 3.60. Uh, Wizt is the favourite, number nine, at 2.50. And single tail at 5.50. Yeah, Wizt is, uh was initially going around at Werribee uh, yesterday. They cancelled that meeting. Uh, ran well when favourite last start, despite not winning though I do concede she was entitled to the gun run in transit she had. Um, I think that this maiden lacks a little bit of depth, so she looks very well placed in a field of this calibre, and the market agrees. Uh, Johnny McArdle's run a single tail, keeps closing off her races strongly, which suggests stepping up to 2,000 metres should be ideal, as he said, so watch for her at the back end of the race. Number five, Battis, was sound enough at track and trip last start. Sports blinkers this time around, so there might be some intent there. And then uh, Temler looks to be the other key hope, nine, ten, five, and four. Race two at Mornington, scratch number 10, no entitlement. The rider of four riders' delight is Liam Jordan. Uh, the oh, Sorry, the rider is Liam Reardon, uh, the Prices, Rockwave is the favourite, $2.10 for the uh, Peter Moody train runner, three seventy for number seven, Torranova, and then out to six fifty, dollars uh, Figo the Great, number two. But it's number five, Rockwave, uh, hitting the markets here, Harry. Yeah, it's the old saying, Dan, or my old saying, $4 in your pocket's better than two, and I think that will be the uh, likely outcome with Rockwave today. Stuck on well after leading throughout on debut, the two horses who beat him home both swooped from the back and the winner looks smart to my eye. He maps for an uncontested lead. Uh, as I said earlier, that's usually never a disadvantage at this track. I expect he proves hard to run down. Torinova only found one better at track and trip last start. We'll have fans on that effort. Number two, Figo the Great. Only got warm late first up when the race was already run and won. More ground should prove ideal. And then Riders Delight was solid enough behind a subsequent winner here last start next best. 5-7-2-4. In race three, the scratchings are eight uh, Taspanaro, 10 Granny's Reward, 13 Panawanica and 15 Miss Amanap. Some riders here, five Power Crunch, Blake McDougall, 11 Lenny's Ready, Remy Tremsel, and 14 is uh, Piquancy, Sheridan Clark. This is race three at Mornington. $5 about the first start at number two, Dimension. Four forty about five, Power Crunch. Number six, Royal Tonic, a first starter at five fifty, But the favourite is seven, Single Honour, Harry. Currently at $2.60, fixed odds with Tab. Yeah, I'm happy to take on the favourite here, Dan. A couple of those first starters that you mentioned spark interest uh, most for me. Of those, Royal Tonic 
gets my nod for top spot on the back of a nice jump out win leading into this. His pedigree page reads well too. He's damage produced three race progenies, all of whom have been multiple winners. So hopefully it runs in the family. He might just need a little bit of luck from a sticky gate. Dimension, another first starter, has had three recent jump outs to prepare for his debut. The latter heat he won, but there's no, vid uh, no vision available, which was unfortunate. But from what I could see from the other two, he looks to have ability. The favourite single honour has jumped out well for his new stable, maps to lead. So should have no excuses for those that are happy to take the short odds. And then uh, Mere Fancy. John McArdle's debutant responded well to riding in a recent jump out. A little bit green, but I think there's ability there. 6, 2, 7, and 12. 6, 2, 7, and 12, race number three. It's seven event cards, so the fourth race is the crossover legs of the uh, the quaddy and the first leg of the main quaddy. The scratchings are three damsel flies kept and five power stone. Three and five are scratched. Rider of eight Paris gem is Sheridan Clark. Number eight, nine is Water Wrap, Ethan Brown, and 11 is Billio, Remy Tremsel is the rider. So race four, market uh, from tab number one, Fizzar, at $2.90. Number nine, Water Wrap, is at $3. There's not a lot between those two. The next best is two, Satirio at six fifty. Yeah, this is a, um, a really tricky, tricky race, Dan. It's a, a low-confidence race for me. I'll side with Fizzar. She's only found one better in her last two runs. There's been a gap to third each time, both over this trip, both in similar grade, and she just maps to receive every hope. What a wrap. Looks ideally placed back in grade. Uh, and trip, she too maps well, so I'd expect she gets every chance to win if good enough. Uh, Satorio uh, was disappointing first up, but generally goes better with a run under her belt. She realistically can only improve on what she did last start. And then River's Reward was luckless first up. I think she can go better. It's a really tricky race. One nine two six. One nine two six in the first leg of the main quaddy at Mornington. Race five, the scratchings are six. 100% and 8 hit the moon. 6 and 8 are out. Uh, all the jockeys are as published. Number 1 fortune follows is the odds-on favourite here, Harry, at $1.90. Uh, the next line of betting at $6 has 2 Power Station and 7 Go Jazz. Yeah, I'm chasing a bit of value here, Dan. Uh, number 10, Fitzwilliam. has come up a big price, double figures uh, here. First up for a new stable, which appeals to me. His most recent jump out was really good uh, as is his first up record that's rock solid as well from the inside jewelry should boot up and be prominent i just think he gets his chance and appeals much more even on an each way basis then the favorite fortune follows who i concede is the obvious danger has only found one better in both runs this prep both at track and trip does map a little awkwardly from a wide gate and certainly doesn't win out of turn so tight enough in betting for mine and then power station and go jazz look to be the other key hopes uh 10 the value ahead of one two and seven. Ten, one, two, seven. fitzwilliam is at eleven dollars fixed odds the win and two dollars seventy for the place in race number five race six the scratchings are six rosenstrasse and seven sabit the rider of eight, Frenzy Loon, is Liam Jordan. Uh, the sixth race market, equal favourites are one and two, Irish Impact and Vladivostok at $3.80, and then four, Montalbano at four forty. dollars uh, Chances, according to the market, single-figure odds for Frenzy Loon at five fifty. number eight, and nine sudden impacts at six fifty. Yeah, I'm expecting, it's a pretty even race, I'll say that. I'm expecting Montalbano, number four, to uh, should have derived good benefit from a solid first up run. The extra grounds are plus, 
and he maps for the run of the race, so should have no excuses. Irish Impact failed to fire last start, but closed off strongly here first up prior. If he's ironed out whatever issues he had from that run last time out, I think he can bounce right back in a field of this calibre, and the market tends to agree. Vladivostok uh, felt like John McCarter was reading off my tip sheet. We know what we get with him. He jumps, he leads, and he puts in an honest showing. And then Frenzy Loon ran a nice race at a price last start. We'll probably have a few fans on that effort. Goes in the quaddy. 4128. 4-1-2-8 in race 6. The last of 7 at Mornington. The scratchings are 10 better than flying and 11 Laurentian. 10 and 11 are out. Uh, the rider of 6 button pusher is Kieran Quilty. And uh, the market suggests the last race uh, with 5 ultra smart favourite at 3.30 here, Harry, ahead of 2 Mysterious Art, 4.60. Six button pusher at four eighty and one Yankee Lou at five dollars. Yeah, the four in the market all go into the quaddy, Dan, but I'm with the favourite, the the short way home in the last. Ultra smart's been fresh and had a stable swap in the interim. She loves Mornington and best efforts are just simply above this grade. So she's deservedly favourite for mine. Yankee Lou uh, resumes, always fires first up. Mysterious Art wasn't far off the winner at track and trip last start in a similar sort of race, so looks well-placed again. And then Button Pusher could potentially go straight to the front and give the others something to run down. 5-1-2-6. 5-1-2-6 in the last event. Okay, what about your best bets there at Mornington? Uh, best race two, number five, Rock Wave. You can double your money there. Value at double figures, race five, number 10, Fitzwilliam. Quaddy, first leg, 1269. Trim up the second leg, numbers 1 and 10 only. Third leg, 1248. Last leg, 1256. Play of the day. Uh, hopefully, we kick off with a winner. So we'll go all up race 1, number 9, Wiz Tiz, uh, into the last race, race 7, number 5, Ultra Smart. So we're trying to bookend the card with an all up. Uh, sounds good to me, Harry. Thank you for your input and uh, all your time and thoughts on those two meetings at Mornington and Warnable today. Good luck. Thanks for having me, Dan.